0: Welcome to Commerce Chefs, a quirky and thought-provoking show for future-focused commerce leaders. We're going to pit the world's most brilliant, inspiring, and driven D2C visionaries, the Commerce Chefs, with riveting questions to uncover their secret ingredients at the intersection of passion, performance, and leadership in practice. For the past decade, we've led teams of designers,
1: strategists, and digital wizards at one of the leading e-com agencies in the country to help brave brands become enduring classics.
0: And we're here to indefinitely borrow the strategies and pro tips that will make us all better leaders and make the brands we lead better too. You're looking really fresh, buddy. Well, thank you. So what's your secret? My secret? Yeah, what's your secret?
1: It's my secret.
0: Really? You're going to be that guy? Look, I just want to know what you're doing to make your skin so fresh and so clean clean.
1: It's a full ritual, man. It's all about keeping your insides in and the outside out.
0: Deep. Yeah, deep clean. So you're not going to tell me? No. Fine. I'll just talk to our skincare expert guest about it. It's butter. Better than what?
1: No, B-U-T-T-R. Butter. My secret is a topical butter
0: glaze. Oh, I, I thought I smelled popcorn. Mmm, popcorn. Thank you for joining us today for Commerce Chefs. We're excited to learn more about you and Skinamity. Um, What I'm hoping you could start with is uh, just tell us your name, where you're from, and uh, yeah, a little bit more about Skinamity.
2: Yes. So my name is Renee Harding. I'm the founder, creator, um, and formulator of Skinamity. Um, And I'm based here in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I started about two years ago now, so um, October of this year will make it officially two years. Um, so during the pandemic, yeah, <laughs> starting a that's, business—that's
0: fun. Yes, yeah. yes.
2: So you know, <laughs> challenges, of course, and everything, but you know, just uh, made my made sure to navigate and to um, challenge myself and like think outside of the box of what I really wanted um, the direction to go in terms of what I wanted my business to be, but yeah.
0: If, if I may, um, and it's none of my business, but I'm really interested, um, what, what got you started with, and so pandemic aside, what kind of brought you to starting Skin Amity or, or this kind of being what you wanted to do for the last two years? And then I guess if that was done during the pandemic, um, yeah. How did, how did that kind of feel?
2: Yes. So, well, everything came about um, for me, I want to say four years in the making. Um, I have like a background working in skincare. So I'm coming from a beauty industry already. So three and a half years, I was at a company, um, did a lot of intensive training. Um, Of course, it's retail, but um, it was a Toronto based company that really focused on um, everything to do with skincare and body care products. So just learning from where I worked, of course, and then just using the opportunity of the pandemic to branch out and actually start the process of creating my own line was something that I definitely um, took advantage of because things did really slow down. We ended up working from home, talking to customers, but you know, I just had a bit more flexibility already, you know, just cutting down like the commute or you know, other situations to having to get to work, that was really something I took advantage of. And I just started from there.
1: Okay. So really cool. Follow-up question to that then is, and you know more, but I feel like, I feel like skincare is a pretty crowded space. Um, so, you know, cur- courageous, bold move here to jump into it. Maybe tell us a bit more about, yeah, like why you chose to jump in here and, and more so like, yeah, wh- what are you trying to accomplish? Um, cause I, I'm, I know you're not just trying to make another you know, skincare product, what, what, what's, what's special here?
2: Well, for me, um, just coming again from the industry and knowing like the ins and outs of what it takes to create a product to, um, just like build a brand surrounding, you know, everyone is kind of moving into, um, of course, cruelty-free products, um, gentle skincare products, so that you know you have a wide variety and range for people, you know, for everyone to be included. Um, so, for me, it was just focusing on a holistic approach of launching the business and definitely making sure that I was catering to every single skin type, um, skin color, and making sure there was a market surrounding, you know, products that are gentle but that actually work, and also making sure to provide education on top of that. So um, before I even launched, I was really posting and promoting like, um, like what you can do for like, for example, like acne and just like educational kind of like infographics on Instagram, and then just focusing on the education part of it and just making sure that was like the focal point. And then I decided like later on, okay, I want to make sure everyone knows what we're all about, what the products consist of, and just our ethos surrounding everything in terms of like that category of skincare. So that was very important to me. And just like making sure I had that, you know, in the beginning, just sent a really clear message that, okay, these products are for me because XYZ, and it was explained all the way through and I just wanted to make sure I just always told myself if I'm going to launch something I want it to be crystal clear I want it to you know cater to everyone's needs without people having to ask too many other questions it's me already like having those questions answered
0: and when you were when you were kind of developing that um let's call it that pre-launch strategy where you were looking to educate, um, talk about the ethos of the brand and what you were looking to do. Um, how did you find, you know, through the pandemic? Cause a lot of people were, were at home. I know myself included. Like I, I don't think I ever took better care of my, uh, my skin than, than especially in that first year. Cause well, first of all, it's kind of like, well, what else am I going to do right now? Um, but second is you, you really <laughs> were face to face literally, uh, with yourself a, a lot more frequently. So, how did you find that that resonated with with people as you were looking to build this? What was the what was the uptick in the the feedback?
2: Yeah, I feel like the response was a lot of like appreciation and not coming from a place where okay, let me use the pandemic to now grab people's focus in any kind of like shady way or anything, but also mm. bringing it back to that holistic like okay, we have the more time than we ever have before, majority of us. And it's time to really just focus on, you know, taking care of yourself first. You know, forget all like skincare, body care, um, topically, but also just making sure you're mental and making sure, you know, what you're feeding, not only like your body, but your your mind and like what you do on a daily basis is um just like keyed in more and like very like focused upon because you have to make sure that all of that ties in together, and that's why it's basically called a ritual. Like you're taking an extra step in your your daily routine to uh, make sure that you're adding, you know, something extra for yourself and taking care of yourself, and um, just kind of like making sure that you're you're all way around, you know, focusing on health care, skin care, all of that good stuff to just bring yourself back to. Kind of like a peaceful kind of setting. I always say that anything that you do to your skin or like to your body or, you know, feeding yourself, anything that you do topically will translate in kind of almost like a spiritual way because you're bringing, you're bringing center back into yourself and you're making sure to, you know, just, I don't know, it's like, it, it's, it's self love, I would say, you know, it's making sure that you have that self love and you're taking care of yourself and, yeah, I feel like products can help that and just all the way around, like whatever you do um, that is making your yourself better in any way is what it's all about. So that's what I really focused on and that's what I really wanted to promote with these products is just holistic skin care um, and soul care as well because it all ties in together.
0: Yeah, I, I I really like that. I feel that too and um, I know that's that's sort of publicly part of the ethos of your of your brand, um, that soul care and skincare, body care. Um, w- what I, what I think stood out uh, to me, Renee was the, this idea of you know, working on yourself, loving yourself, caring for yourself from the outside in, uh, you know, usually, I think usually we're sort of conditioned to be like, Oh, well, it's inside out, you know, and not just the movie, but, uh, I liked this idea and, and you're right. As you said, you're, if you're going through that routine, um, and I, I, I mean, personally, gushing here, but I personally see that more with my, with my wife, but you know, there, there is this sort of almost meditative focus. Like when, when you're doing this routine, uh, cleaning and and caring for your skin, um, there's steps that come along with it. There's routine with it, but I think this really is, and maybe for some, the only time of the day when you're purely focused on you caring for you, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and appreciating literally the skin that you're in. Um, so yeah, I, I just uh, I really liked that uh, outside-in uh, mentality and and kind of thoughtfulness that that you have with with the brand.
2: Absolutely, yeah, and that was really big for me because, like you mentioned, we're always taught to okay, whatever you feed yourself, and you're oh, we're always taking in. We're consumers. We're always, you know, just whether we're consuming visually or like you know eating something like it's always consumption, but it's refocusing and almost like turning it 360 and looking at, at a lens of, you know, what you're actually doing from literally the outside is going to manifest and create um, just a better circumstance for you like later on gradually. So it's, yeah, taking that routine and making sure that you're also conscious of what you're doing. Like this is physical. This is also like in your subconscious, you know, you know that you have to do this routine, but it's it's for a greater reason. And I feel like because people don't really look that far into it, they're just like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. But, you know, without really factoring in what exactly they're doing, it's almost on like autopilot. We're trained to kind of be just on autopilot, going through our day and not really taking a step back to, you know, calm down from all the hectic- hecticness, I guess, throughout the day and yeah, just recentering and making sure that comes first, you know. It's
1: yeah, I, I, I do love relaxed. the, I I do too. I'm ready. Like, let's get, let's just let's spend the next half an hour. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm already like, get me some body butter. We're okay. Um, I was Renee. I loved, you know, at PB and J, our, our mission is to make commerce joyful and human centered, and. Sometimes, you know, that connection can be hard, you know, in the midst of products and e-commerce and all that kind of stuff. And I love what you're doing to connect, you know, a real practical, tangible product to something that's bigger, to this routine, to self-care, to soul care. I'm curious to know, like, are are you actively trying to, like, connect those dots for your for your customers, like, in terms of the product is more than just the product? Like, are you trying to connect those dots for them?
2: I am, or I'm at least helping them to realize that, you know, uh, that it's there. So again, like going back to the educational portion of it, for example, one of my products, which is the Level Oil Blend, that actually has rose quartz crystals like right at the bottom. So it's, um, yeah, it's tumbled, um, smooth edged rose quartz. And I personally haven't ever seen that in like skincare. Um, I know like some like water bottles, like it's infused with like a crystal or what have you. But um, for the level oil blend, it uses four key um, oils that help to heal the skin, but also the added crystals is helping just like for that energy. You know, it's, it's helping to, you know, rose quartz is a a crystal for um, love, compassion, um harmony and balance. So having that a part of the product, you know, it gets people to like kind of factor in that, yes, this is a physical product, but what I'm also doing or subconsciously doing is catering to myself, loving myself more. And yeah, just connecting those dots for people and having them see that this, you know, can be a reality for them as as it was for me is just what I really focus in on. So I wanted to bring something newer yeah like more innovative um but tying those two together was very important for me
0: I like and and I hope I'm not reading too much into it I I probably uh, I'm not reading enough into it but uh it sounds Renee like that that is a really big piece of part of your your name with the Amity uh, part which is around um I think that's like uh, a friendliness or collegialness or or some connection between. Uh, two things, uh, and eat, like right in the right in the product itself, but also what you're talking about with how that product's used and what else it is meant to do, other than just the the physical act of let's say cleaning and, and nourishing or restoring, um, but also well, kind of the, this the spiritual and mental act of of cleaning and restoring uh, as well.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's why I chose the name as well because. You know, um, it's not really a super common or like everyday used uh, word. You know, Amity, it kind of like sounds a bit funny as well. But yeah, when you... I Googled it before (laughs) this. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we don't hear that a lot at all. You know, so I just wanted... It's a great word though. It's a great word. And like you mentioned, it is a friendly connection or being friendly to something or someone. So Mm -hmm. it's taking skin and being friendly to your skin while using the products and just, you know, using that word, it's it's very powerful. But once you know it, then you're also like, it, it ties all back into like, a spiritual aspect and spirituality, like can mean anything for anyone, there's no specific, you know, it's not religious, it's not, you know, political, mm-hmm. it's whatever you, you personally want it to be. Um, you know, our daily tasks are a ritual in itself, you know, so it's not Saying that, okay, this brand is like just for a specific type of spiritual person or, you know, a sector, but it's more just individual and mm-hmm. connecting, you know, the body to the mind ultimately. So, yeah, I wanted to use that name and <laughs> just kind of like mm-hmm. remind people about, you know, being friendly to yourself and to your skin and making sure that you keep it top priority in your day-to-day. Nailed
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it.
1: As as they say, you can't spell skin without kin.
2: That's right. That's what I say. They don't. No one says <laughs> that.
1: But you yeah. can keep that one.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to use that.
0: <laughs> well,
2: Tom,
1: you ask a real question here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it,
0: it just kind of gets me thinking, uh, Renee. So you have got you've got kind of this, um, well, in a lovely way, this loaded mission that you're looking to. Uh, accomplish and, and this educational piece with your customers um, starting out. And, and two years is a is a beautiful landmark, or a milestone for a brand uh, to sort of get to. So what was the, speaking about your product, what was the process that you went through? Like, what did you start with? What did you launch the brand with in terms of product line and how have you looked at mapping out what's next and and what your uh, customers or what the market um, is looking for.
2: Yeah, so um, the first product I started with was the Level Oil Blend. So that's using argan oil, grapeseed oil, um, and the rose quartz, of course. And just like gentle oils that help to, you know, because a lot of oils – they are heavier and compound, and this is just like the the sign, you know, science part of it. But um, I wanted to create an oil that was for all skin types, that absorbed really, really well, and that um, wasn't going to clog or irritate. So um, I was just doing my own separate research, and all the testing was like tested on me, of course, and like my family, my friends. Um, so I just wanted to make sure before I even launched anything that it went through like a really thorough testing stage so you know I was just testing all the way around like at least almost two years of like testing before I launched the level oil blend Um, and then I came out with the body scrub and then did the the same thing and it has those same kind of like oils and compounds that help to uh, just nourish and also heal like those were the two the two basic like components of what I wanted um, my line to be about. So to heal the skin and to hydrate and nourish. So uh, yeah, during the testing stage, I just looked at all, you know, what was already out there, but I wanted to know what I wanted for myself and what I thought people also wanted for themselves. So um, just, you know, having that like feedback from first like family, friends, and making sure all was good, I then launched the products and then just had like really, really great feedback ever since. So yeah, I feel like it's very important to, you know, not everyone could just launch and start a business, but it takes a lot of research. Um, I also work with a lab for other products that are in the line, which is like the vitamin C, the hyaluronic acid. Um, And so of course I can't make that from home, but everything else I do make like at a separate section in my house. And yeah, just did a lot of research in terms of um, just the environment I wanted to make my products in as well, making sure everything was like sanitized and, you know, the whole flow and everything was great because my biggest fear was like getting these products out and then, you know, not just double checking on every single thing. So I'm just very, yeah, thorough when it comes to that. And I wanted the line to just represent all the way around, like caring again, like tying back into like holistic and like healing the skin and the body. Um, yeah. And just making sure that all the, like everything was like checked and balanced. So yeah, I had like a list and I just like completed that list and did a lot of research beforehand. Very cool. Important. Yeah, it is. So, so, it is. so you got
0: this, like uh, this big production line going on in, in your house right now
2: absolutely yep in my basement um a separate section yeah so it's just yeah it worked out really well um I have my own space and yeah I package I do like my design and everything myself so it comes with a lot of work but it's worth was, it
0: <laughs> I yeah uh Kyle yeah. I, Man. it brings me back to the days where uh renee we used to have a mm. direct-to-consumer sock subscription company as like a side project and i remember well uh you'd get those boxes delivered of your monthly orders and you're like okay looks like we're packing bags tonight yeah
2: you, know, what you guys want to do it's All friday night. night
1: you want to pack some socks into a bag yeah. that's what you're doing <laughs> right socks. now you're like packing skincare products into shipping them out and everything
2: yes oh, the man, whole man. everything yeah oh, My gosh. yeah but you know, okay. it's worth it. And I have like a, a flow of how I do it as yeah. well. So yeah, you definitely need that.
1: That's so good. Okay, so I was gonna say you're with all of that, you're really close to the customers I can imagine. And I, I wanted to, you know, we wanted to dig in. What, what do you see is some of the shifting behavior in, in your customers over the past couple of years? Like what are you noticing in, in customer behavior?
2: Um, I'm noticing that people are, I want to say majority of people are now like looking at the educational side of it. So like product knowledge, um, and really taking that into account because, you know, sometimes we just blindly, you know, a new product comes about, everyone's talking about it. And then we just blindly buy it without knowing if it's something right for you or if it's something that you actually need. You know, we're just very impulsive when it comes to that. Um, But I'm seeing more now there's a shift where it's like education comes first. And that's super, super needed in this industry. And I feel like we need more of that and not just like, okay, you should get this product because so-and-so is using it and, you know, it should be right for you. But, you know, asking those questions as to why is it personally good for me? What is it going to do for me in the long run? Um, how does this differ from other products, you know, and like just comparing and making sure that, you know, whatever that, whatever choice that you make is something that you're consciously doing. And you know that, you know, this product is going to, you know, help with X, Y, Z, you know, catering to your needs and not just something that like everyone, something that's like popular, like a fad. It's something that you can definitely like always go back to. And I think that's one of the things my customers like really appreciate as well, because they're seeing like, you know, a lot of other brands, I would say like are now stepping up to like that product knowledge side of business. But um, when it comes from like a smaller business, I feel like they sense that there is more of like an understanding and um, just an extra amount of like care that's going into making sure that, you know niching down like what you need for yourself, and then applying it, and then getting the best maximum like results from it. So, yeah, I feel like that's one of like the shifts that I've seen for sure.
0: I think that's insightful, Renee. We, uh, if it's if it's any um, help or, or confirmation, um, we're seeing the same thing with a lot of the patrons that we're working with at PB and J, uh, where content, education, uh, the sort of supporting. The supporting um, character around what what's typically been the lead, which is the which is the product, um, that's becoming much more vital to either infuse into those core sections of sites like the PDP uh, or homepage, but also to find to find creative ways of providing that hybrid experience where where we're able to provide educational content right beside uh, product information uh, and really allow people to see more uh, about what it is that they may be interested in or to understand sooner if this is a fit uh, for them and if it's not how do we help direct them to something that is and then uh sort of keep that keep that conversation going
2: absolutely yeah and those are one of the things that um, i didn't see too much of and that's why i wanted to bring that to the forefront and um It's just, it had a really great response as well. And so that was confirmation for me that, like, this is absolutely needed. And it's, you know, it's not always about, okay, just like a quick new product and, okay, what else am I launching? And that's why I really space out the launches of the products as well, because um, I want people to have that, like, I don't know, I guess, like, VIP. Like, experience with the products first and not just like rushing to like just bring like 40 different products all at once and then you don't know what to choose from. It's gonna be harder to really like connect with um, like my customers or like answer specific questions um, in regards to like what they need. But in just instead of like doing that, just spacing it out um, and keying in on the individual products all the way through. Um, when it comes to like ingredients and like the make of it and um, why we use this material and why we use like for, I guess, for like example, like some bottles, they use like a darker um, bottle instead of a like a clear bottle. So just breaking all of those down was very, very important to me. So, yeah, I feel like people have found like that um, to be very helpful in their journey.
1: Interesting. It's a kind of a a, a a go fast by going slow kind of approach. Right. Is that what you're saying?
2: Right. Exactly. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's great. How do you, I, I'm I know we're coming to the end here, but I'm curious to know. You know, when it comes to education, you know, and you've there's so much work to do there, and there's so many other things going on as a founder. How do you, how do you keep up with such an important piece with your customers of educating and that's like, that's a long, you know, journey with people. How do you, how do you go about doing that?
2: Um, well, definitely using uh, social media to bring about that education and just like interacting or answering any questions, um, you know, whether I get emails or if it's directly from the website or just any like means of like communication, I try to um, just focus in on that education because I know how much you know, importance it is to me and then just bringing it to them um, in those ways. Or like just, for example, like uh, email marketing and just having like instead of like a promotional piece, an educational piece of information that they can use. So I feel like it's it's super important and I feel like people value that. And um, yeah, it's worked. It's worked every time. And that's something that I'm going to definitely continue to do because I feel like we shouldn't lose that at all. It's important for like every brand. Yeah.
1: I hear you saying too, just because I think it's such an important point is not just in the marketing when you're, Hey, let's launch an educational piece in a, instead of a promotional piece. But what you're saying, tell me if I've got it, is you're like slowing down those micro moments and creating opportunities to educate, whether it's an email or a comment and social and actually spending the time in those moments.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, because i feel like again like we consume so much and we're just mm-hmm. blasted with like okay this is a sale that is a sale but you know not really questioning or like getting into like the other side of like why this item or product is is going to be like a fit for me so yeah just the education part of it um is totally important because without it it's like you can either you know get super super screwed up and excuse my language if it's <laughs> no, <laughs> but like you could get no. screwed over with you know just getting something and then it just destroys like your skin cells or like I don't know it's just something like for example like I know a lot of companies like they have like acids and they have like different types of you know products that might not be a fit for someone and they don't they blindly kind of like buy into it mm. and then when they do get it they they get the worst results. Um, and then, you know, we want to avoid that as much as possible. And that's why I stress mm. so much about that aspect of um the products and the product line. So yeah, just starting with that mm. when I began was I think the best choice for me to make. And just seeing now um even like returning customers, they're there because they know that the work has been put in to offer them like the best um service and the best um I don't know, I guess yeah, the best service that they can possibly get in terms of just, hmm. you know, not only uh direct consumer, but just, you know, them seeing like another side of like holistic skincare and yeah, the education mm-hmm. part being the the top priority. Yeah. yeah
1: one one might more. say you have a real skinship with your customers.
2: Yes. <laughs> I would right. say so.
1: I'm so sorry. I, I got to use the pun twice. No, that's amazing, Renee. Thank you. <laughs> you like, we're going to cut that. Uh, Fix
2: it post. Uh, um,
0: well, if I may, Renee, I didn't mean to rhyme there, but that's okay. I did mean to do that. Oh, that's like a um, third rhyme. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> if we were to like move away from your customers for a moment, um, speaking to you as a founder, looking back, and I'll put you on the spot here for sure. Looking back on the last two-year journey, what would be one piece of advice that you would have for other D2C founders that are listening?
2: Uh, I would definitely say um, make sure that you have like a community or uh, people that you can go to for any advice you may need, um, especially as a sole business owner and you're doing everything yourself. Uh, I had my community um, and it's really as simple as just like a group chat of other female entrepreneurs that are looking to build build their business and just sharing ideas and making sure that everyone is in the right position because um, it was, of course, like hard starting out when I didn't have that community. And just looking back, like eventually finding that community has helped so much um, and if you don't, if you find it hard or if you can't find that community, try to find it with like your close friends that can, you know, it's it's okay to ask for help. Like sometimes I feel like we forget that, you know, asking for help or asking for advice or, you know, anything surrounding that is like a bad thing or you know, you feel ashamed, but um to be successful and to advance in your career um as a business owner is so essential. And that's what I found. And I feel like um, that's like the biggest takeaway that I would suggest for people is to find and build that community so that you get to where you're going, you know, with like ease. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, there's no better way to close out than that. So I really appreciate that insight. I know we both do. Um, we both agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, it. Whether that community is big or small doesn't really matter as long as the support, the understanding, uh, and, the, and the insights there. So always be challenged, and, and I appreciate you challenging uh, us today and our listeners, Renee. Um, thanks for outlining really what it takes to be brave, uh, to follow your heart, and to really not compromise on what you feel is important in the product and the brand that you're trying to create. Really appreciate it.
2: Absolutely, thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, it's it's super important to me um, to just like make sure like that's the the essence of the brand. And yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening and for me sharing you know all the ins and outs. And I'm really um, proud of you guys as well and what you're doing for businesses as well. Um, and I hope that you continue on your journeys on that as well. Well, that made my day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for
1: day.
0: Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch soon. Well, that's it for this episode of Commerce Chefs. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and learned a little more about the secret ingredients behind being a delicious D2C brand.
1: But if you're looking for more, make sure to join the Commerce Chefs community by following us on social at Commerce Chefs. Ask us questions,
0: send in requests. We want to hear from you. Remember, it's just as important to feed your ears as your mouth. Because as they say, the ears are the other mouth of the head. Lastly, if you like this episode and want to support us, make sure to
1: hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star rating and review. Until next
0: time, this has been a pinch of Kyle. And a dash of Tom. We'll be cooking with you in two weeks.